It is not only Tuesday, it is not only the last day of the month before November, but it's also Halloween and Kyle is dressed up like some toothless who got punched in the face three times. We got some union things to talk about. <laughs> Look at this. Oh my. So this is, I got, if you can't see it on the audio, I got the ears. I got the eyes. Oh, there you go. Now you can see the face better. You see the face right oh, there. I thought it was going to be a pullover, like oh. where your eyes were through its eyes. I, I mean, know, I there's wish. a lot of this anticipation. If you go down the back, you got like, there's like, uh, there's like the spikes and the wings and stuff on the back. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. Coming in hot. Okay. Coming in hot to. You, What's Amanda going to be? Uh, the magic school bus. <laughs> Naturally, the best fit right there. Like she's literally going to be an entire bus. I don't know how it works. Uh, you're like, I don't know, but that's just showed up, so I'm wearing it. Uh, this is that's exactly what happened. This just showed up, so I'm wearing it. There are surely lots of people in dealerships across the country uh, having a lot of fun with Halloween today. It's on a weekday. Tag us. They all, you all better tag us in your LinkedIn or Please. Your Facebook. Tag us, Sodu. Send them. Send them to crew at asodu.com. Maybe we'll throw a few in the We daily definitely will. We definitely oh. will. Just every post that you make with your team or yourself at a dealership doing a car thing or with some customers that are all dressed up, please tag at asotu on LinkedIn or what, what is, what are we on Instagram? We can get us. Oh. At Automotive State of the Union. At Automotive State of the Union. Just, or yeah, can, they don't yeah. like those six I, letter, I know. Those six they, letter five tags. It's yeah. five letters too. I know it's less than That's six. why I put it on my hat just so I remember. <laughs> well, I have the cheap, yeah. I have the cheap, cheap version of the Halloween when you don't have a Halloween costume. You just put on a football jersey. That's this, all you got to do. You're actually, like, I'm a football fan. You see? I'm a football player. This is my favorite football jersey ever because it says a Sodukan on the back, thanks to Steven Apicella. Sodukan 2022. And I even had this one signed by Brian Westbrook because he was oh, at the yeah. venue when we were there. So I had to explain to him why I wanted him to sign a jersey that wasn't his number. And he was cool. <laughs> It was actually worked out really good because we started talking business. We ended up getting on a Zoom like a few weeks later. He's, he's a really awesome guy. And he's from Philly. That's, well, he's not from Philly, so cool. but he was an eagle. Hey, we have uh, a lot of things coming up. Ch Kyle and I will be traveling around quite a bit over the next several weeks. November is definitely going to yep. be a busy month in automotive. A lot of events, a lot of things. Uh, we are going to be at Used Car Week, which is, ne is that next week? That's, That's next week. Holy Phoenix, shnikes. Arizona. It's and, gonna be amazing, and then so we're warm. gonna so we're going from Phoenix, Arizona, and then a little break in for the weekend, and then I'm we're heading jump. to MRC uh, Modern Retailing Conference, Brian Pash's uh, conference in Palm Beach. So if you're gonna be at either of those two, make sure you come and say hi. We'll probably be talking to some people, probably doing some interviews, and just yep. you know learning, sharing, growing the community, and uh, spending some time with you. If you can be there, if you're not there, we'll try to bring you as much as we can from those things so you can kind of participate as well what else what's dropping today new episode today of the we wheelhouse got, uh the the wheelhouse which is hosted by daniel gover if you haven't caught the wheelhouse you have to uh we push it on all pl podcast platforms and uh on linkedin on facebook uh i think twitter youtube at 1 p.m eastern uh the topic today is what are things we should stop saying uh daniel will have jen suzuki liza borchus andrew andrew defeo some just really strong operators commenting on what's going on in the business right now there you go uh that's kind of important um yeah we have more than cars episode two launch more than cars.tv we could just give you more things but we have a lot going on but we gotta talk about some news
spent a lot of time talking about costumes today, which is worth it. We did. Speaking you know what? You got to do it. Speaking of trick or treat. That's a good segue. Got to use this button as much as I can. Wear it out today. Because we can't, we can't use it until next year. So, uh, the, the triple threat has been neutralized, maybe, as the UAW and GM have reached a tentative contract concluding the strike against the Detroit Big Three. The agreement promises significant wage hikes and other benefits for workers in line with the previous deals reached with Ford and Stellantis. So picketing ended near midnight. Um, and a tentative contract will double certain certain workers' pay immediately. That's pretty good. With a 70% raise uh, start in starting wages by 2028. So that sounds like they're doing okay. Veteran workers can anticipate about a 33% pay raise over the contract's term, reaching a high of $42.95 per hour. Uh, temporary workers with 90 days of experience will see raises between 51 and get this, 115%. Temporary. Temp workers are excited. Um, so, yeah, GM is doing a few other things. And Sean Fain says, quote, we were relentless in our fight to win a record contract. And that is exactly what we have accomplished. I agree. I mean, I like I'm honestly surprised at how big of a change it was from like the first few offers. I would not have expected that level. I can't remember what the first offer was. The first offer 15? was like uh, it was 20? like eleven or twelve percent, and then there were these quick little like everybody kind of fought to get to fifteen. Yep. Um, and the the fifteen percent raises along with a lot of the other things like mm -hmm. the cola and 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 the the ancillary benefits, but to go from that eleven or twelve percent to twenty five percent across the board with some people getting in these like seventy hundred and fifteen percent uh, changes, that's a whoa. There's a little there's a little texture to the story that um, the anecdote. Yeah. Well, before we get to the the last hurdle, there was a Wall Street Journal article that we just didn't have time to include today. But it talked about three industry outsiders uh, from basically politics that have been really Sean Fain's during their like 30s. Like so young, young, uh, you know, troublemakers kind of thing uh, worked on Bernie with Bernie Sanders campaign and AOC. And I can't remember the third one. But it makes all of a sudden a lot more sense why the combative nature took front and like why we're talking about eating the rich. What like after I saw that text, I'm like, oh, I thought this playbook felt familiar. Wow. But yeah, Wild. but there's one more hurdle um, to getting all this across the line, and that is ratification. Uh, Fain's aggressive tactics and promises, while effective in negotiations, might backfire during the ratification process because he promised a lot of Which big things. Nuts. 32 hour work weeks. No, you know, there are pensions for everybody, right? None of that is a reality. Um, so there's speculation on like, you know, this could actually get voted down. Yeah. Like what happens if everybody's like, but you told us yeah. you were going to get by, you know, it's or, yeah. What, what happens when the, the, when the children the start acting a little bit like dad? And all of a sudden, Dad's yeah. like, "Oh, I created this." So, um, oh, I just hope that doesn't happen. I like, know. Take, take what the good that you got and keep rolling, and just get back to work. I don't you know see any I mean? of those hundred and fifteen percent wage wage boost temporary workers voting no on this. One. I just can't <laughs> imagine. You just cannot imagine. They're ready to go. I mean, there are some. It did say in the article there are some voting blocks who, by principle, always every time vote no on the first contract. Just it's like we never vote yes on the first contract. Never and and yes. there's a part of me that thinks like wow. if that happens, 
Fane might kind of get like a little smile and be like, I don't know what you want me to do. I tried to get, I couldn't do it. Like, can you imagine if that was the thing? Yeah, because but- like you think, just think of his words over the last like three to four days. He's like, look, we did it. That's his message. Yeah. Like he's trying to get, he's trying to get it across the line. Right. I mean, it, I, it mean could. It's ti- I can't imagine. It's got to be tiring putting in those long nights. <laughs> being, I mean, angry just, is, honestly. being angry is exhausting. Right. Let's just put it that way. You're being angry and frustrated and, and constantly stoking negative rhetoric actually right. is emotionally draining. Um, here's the deal. You only need a simple majority to pass according to the rules. So got it. we need 50% plus one person to get it across. Um, I'm optimistic, but I'm optimistic. ain't over till it's over. Speaking of stories that don't have much to do with that one. <laughs> That's a good segue. <laughs> Just have to use the button to get. Feels like Tuesday. <laughs> it does. Despite the Inflation Reduction Act offering up to $7,500 in federal tax credits, um, a new survey shows that 40% of Americans are completely unaware that it even exists. Uh, despite right. the results, um, you know, survey shows that Hispanic Americans indicate the highest preference group of any to buy an EV in the future. That surprised me. Uh, Black Americans show the lowest preference. Women are slightly less likely to be planning for an EV purchase, and they are much less aware of the EV tax credits. This is an Axios report. Um, This data comes as Chevy finally unveils the Equinox EV that it's been talking about so much. And, uh, you know, typical, like, it's going to be a $30,000 SUV, but here's one that costs 50, right? Wow. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, we know this is the case. We go out around the country and we're like, would you ever buy an EV? No, oh, this is say, it. What's that? <laughs> what's an EV? Right. Like just so an EV tax credit is yeah. like, like good luck. And I can only imagine if 40% are completely unaware, what's the next 40% where I like that's out there, but I have no clue what that means for me. Yep. You know, like why that would trend my influence to potentially go to an EV. Mm-hmm. So the knowledge gap is huge. So I would like for dealers, we ha- if you have a large amount of EVs, it's not just like, hey, come buy our car. There's an education matrix to getting people to the point of being willing to look at an EV because of the tax credits. Like all of that has to be in the consideration into the research in the shopping phase. No, no doubt, no doubt. Well, I mean, a lot of times you think you know what people know. And it's our little bubble, so we talk about it all the time. But it just goes to show you, like, almost half of everybody else has no idea. Right. Hey, real real quick, did you see that the VinFast pricing model and the fact that the way that they're going to change uh, some of where the, the, the final build assembly type stuff is done? No. Ha- has the potential to have a VinFast vehicle in, like, the low teens no after the tax credit? Way. No way. It's, like, stupid the way it works out. Yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll do the get, math on another show. Does for it that, get more than 80 miles of range though? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I remember they released this big deal. It's like 160. Like what? what? No. Hey, <laughs> I, I think we are going to see some more innovations in real creative ways. Um, and VinFast, I mean, they got some funding and they got, they some, got some now funding. they have some dealers. Now they got some dealers. Hey, hey. you throw dealers in the mix all of a sudden. It's like, you just, you brought, yeah, I mean, all it's like when you're walking off. like with the gang, like we can beat them. And then like the rest of the gang, like files in from the side streets, Rolls you throw in, some dealers right. in with that. Coming, I'm like, coming oh. down the alley. it's like, maybe yeah. we, if, if you throw dealers in the mix and my whole opinion changes <laughs> like that fast. <laughs> oh That's man. Cool. Things, speaking of things changing. That's a good segue. That's three. It was a good segue. He was right. 
way you said that. <laughs> hey, the offshine, uh, the off, the offshine, the offshore turbine company, Orsted, claims to be the first offshore wind firm globally to deploy autonomous giant drones for cargo delivery to the turbines. The drones are 128 pounds and have an eight and a half foot wingspan and are being tested at the UK's Horn Sea One offshore wind farm. They can carry cargo up to 150 pounds. Yo. That's a lot. <laughs> sure suspended is. from the drone using a long cord. Uh, so this, what this allows is that the turbines don't have to be shut down during the process. And so if there is someone working on them or they need parts, turbines can stay on, people wait, thing gets dropped off on a little platform. You can see the video if you're watching right now uh, of what happens. Uh, so now we've got cargo delivery from a drone to an offshore yeah, wind thing. farm. Yeah, a thing. Nuts. It seems like the best way, if you were you were listening, the music you were hearing was from this great video. Go back and watch the video of this giant drone flying with this cool music. And it's like literally like dangling this package, like this, I don't know, it right. kind of looks like a Coast Guard rescue bag, doesn't it? Yeah. And but exactly then it's like it really long, drops it on the platform, releases the string. But think about a hundred and well, first of all, like a hundred and the drone's like 140 pounds itself. Right? right. So this is like a vehicle vehicle. But you're thinking of 150 pounds moving that around. Um, think about the change in mobility. Right. Like Steve Greenfield talks about mobility a lot more. Although this isn't automotive related, people are starting to reimagine the way they move around. And like in a small way. Right. You think you reimagining a powertrain like an ev so i think it does tie all the way back and like things are progressing Absolutely. we're moving things around in different ways and watching 150 pounds fly through the air over the ocean and be dropped on the i mean it's pretty magical i love well windmills. like here's the thing this is my thought if they can do that how far is the walk to parts delivery via drones right like Obviously, there's a lot of air control. Yeah, there's that's like the figuring big, that's out who's the, pilots, mm -hmm. all that type of stuff. When when you're around a city and there's wires and there's other things to contend with, right? But if this is like that's that's like the future is out there, right? Less obstruction. You're out over the water. It's major, you know, major uh, like large companies. That it's always a walk back to watch out for that innovation coming to a more like residential micro micro commercial environment and so just like watch out for that coming i mean you could probably use that between factories when they're closer together might be a, a quicker sure. deployment how about like first person drones inside the dealership delivering oil filters <laughs> nah that's not no 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 like you see a parts guy. Yeah, have you seen the pranks people play on each other in the service department? They're never letting drones. Oh, back it'll here. be over. It'll like be here, so here's done. one of my favorite ones. If you have never worked at a service department or been around, you take a windshield washer fluid bottle, and you put an air hose in it, and you tape the cap shut, and you seal the cap onto the bottle, and then you turn the air off at the valve, and then you put it near somebody's car, and then when they walk over, you turn the air on, and it explodes that thing faster than you can imagine. And, you know, so you can imagine it's dangerous. It's hilarious. It's all the things <laughs> that when OSHA came through. Yeah. I mean, this is a hypothetical, not a recommendation. Very hypothetical. Never seen it happen. Never done it in my life. Nathan, right? roll the disclaimer. <laughs> roll it. Hey, whatever you're doing today, we hope you enjoy your time. Get out there. Uh, get involved in the community. Everybody's out today. Everybody's trick or treating. Care about some people. Sell some cars. Make a little bit of money, too.